This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your life? Oh, the first thing I just thought was, oh, I'm going to need more than an hour to fit that stuff in. But I, the fact is a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. I know that is for me. That's a big thing, uh, especially you get older. <laughs> um, and the question, you know, time for what? What would you do? Would it actually make you feel better? What is it that you feel you're missing? In order, you know, that that would make it better. Um, and and one of the ways to sort of help figure out that out is, is therapy. It can help you find out what matters most to you so you can do more of it or focus on what it is that you're spending your time on that, that maybe isn't giving you that that sort of fulfilling experience. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of times people talk about therapy or they talk about mental health or it's about uh, trauma or it is about, you know, like like a, a great amount of pain or anything. And those things are all very valid and everything. But also, you know, in some ways there's stumbling blocks. Uh, there is sort of a, something indefinable that you're having a hard time getting to that maybe is stopping you from feeling as confident as you can, as good as you can. And, you know, therapy uh, is, is one way to go after that. If you are thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, is designed to, be, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You may switch therapists at any time you like for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to the iFanboy San Diego Comic-Con coverage podcast. Day three and four and final wrap-up. It's over. We made it. Hey, and welcome to the iFanboy.com San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up podcast. That's right, we're back at home, as you can tell, because you can actually hear what we sound like. I'm Josh, I'm here with Ron. Hey. And Connor. Hello. And, of course, the ever-lovable and newly popular iFanboy intern Gordon. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) He's still on the chopping block. We don't know if it's going to work out. So did everyone make it home okay? Ugh. Barely, uh, better barely, than you, I guess. <laughs> barely is a good description. <laughs> I, I had a rough trip, but I don't think I have any place to complain. Uh, <laughs> whew, talk about a rough Monday. Anyway, so um, so the con is over. We survived. Uh, barely. Connor got, yeah, Connor and I got out on the red eye, and and whew, And today's been a t- today's probably been a combination of sleeping and trying to just make sense of all the stuff that was in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> How did so, this cocaine um, so, get here? <laughs> so, um, so we decided to go out Saturday night. So we didn't do a day three wrap up, and of course, because we were traveling, we didn't do a day four wrap up. So why don't we just quickly touch upon Saturday and Sunday of the con, as far as uh, what we saw uh, out on the floor and on the panels and such? I saw a lot of people. Yes. Well, how bad was Saturday in terms of the people, the 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 volume of people? It was just a mass of humanity, a sw- sweaty, sweaty mass. <laughs> I mean, it was like four times worse than any other day. Yeah, That's you know what's interesting is that it didn't let up. It, like late on Sunday, it was still like that. Well, I heard they stopped letting people. They stopped letting pe- like new people in at noon because they had hit max capacity. Which, given the size of that convention center, that's a lot of people. And when they say max capacity, that that means every space is filled with a person. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there, room there to a, move. There was no there was no space to move at all. There was no floor. Was we no were floor. we were sitting outside the doors 
about um, in still inside the building, but outside the actual floor, f- with about thirty minutes to go before they shut shut the thing down, and people were still coming in. Yeah, uh, cr- to to go cr- pay and to entrance fee to go into the convention about on, sun- on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah like afternoon. Uh, like four thirty on Sunday afternoon, people were still getting in. It was weird. So anyway, um, let's talk about the panels, and then we'll go to that. Yeah. So um, first one on so, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Actually, Gordon and I got up early and walked over because we uh, used our press badges to sneak into the Lost panel, um, which was pretty cool. They had Hurley and Jin from Lost up on the stage, and everybody went nuts. And of course, they didn't reveal anything about Lost. They just were very kind of vague in what they would talk about and teased a lot and stuff like that. So we didn't get really scoops or anything. It was kind of cool to see them. Um, so what did they talk about? They didn't. Well, remember. they talked about they talked about the fan reaction. Like people were asking, like, do you listen to the fans? Do you read the internet? And there, and and it was actually interesting to say that their answer was like yes, and that it actually the um, the new programming schedule for the fall, how they're going to do, um, uh, you know, however, you know, like six six or seven episodes in the fall, and then take a thirteen week layoff, and then do a non ending, you know, like a straight through run for the rest of the season, kind of like what twenty four does. Right. That that was direct response to the fans bitching about all the reruns throughout the season uh, last year. Well, that was um, that's, that was old network thinking, trying to ride the sweeps times and all that. Right, yeah, exactly. And so they're not doing that. And, and so because they listened to the fans not wanting to have repeats, they changed it to that schedule. And now they're actually writing the episodes to match those that schedule. So the story arcs are contained within the, the time periods that they're there. I guess the one question will be whether or not we care th- um, after the 13-week layoff. <laughs> right, well, yeah. They also made that bad joke about Hurley and Jin getting together. Oh yeah, they were talking about how there's going to be more romance on the show, and so we made a joke about there's a reason why Hurley and Jin are on the panel. I think I think Edward James almost made a similar dumb joke in the Battlestar Galactica thing. Yeah. So there's a slight undercurrent of uh, frat boy homo- homophobia in sci-fi television today. Possibly. Yeah, that's what we're saying. No, that's what you're saying. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, <laughs> you're out there. No, no, I, sp- I speak. I speak for all of us. No, okay. no, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> So uh, we left a little early so we could meet up with you guys to um, go check out uh, Joe Casada's panel, the Cup of Joe panel. Apparently it was decaffeinated. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> it definitely wasn't – the energy definitely didn't match a DC panel. That's for sure. That was the theme of the whole convention, I think. The Marvel panels were just like on some sort of downer pill. Everybody was just sort of – very low energy. It was just a bunch of people coming up and going, so Thor's back, and that's cool. I really like that. Are you going to say where he was? I, I, I thought it was interesting that um, not only was it Casada, but we also got uh, Dan Buckley, the publisher, who I've actually never seen a picture yes. of or anything. Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. It was interesting to see how Joe behaved in front of like his boss. Um and I thought it was also interesting the number of questions that got deferred to the guy who's sitting behind us, who's I guess in charge of like the trade paperbacks and the hardcovers and stuff like that. Yeah, right. A lot, a lot of questions about reprints and all Gabriel that. Gabriel kind of something. Yeah, something. I don't know. And we were sitting um, uh, right two two seats down from Lisa Kirby, which I think is the last member of the Kirby family. And I was hoping Connor would hit on her. <laughs> but no. You want to know who the king is? <laughs> There was a little bit of an iFanboy controversy in that they they announced some information on the Stephen King comic based on the Dark Tower and books, and um, Ron just does not care. But oh yeah, well no, it's just because they were just all they were all excited and they were tooting their own horn, and I don't know. I was just no, but he told he so. told he told what I would consider to be an interesting story about Stephen King. 
how they were on the phone with him, and, and he just sort of started rattling off the book chapter by chapter, and they said it was really good, which I, I find interesting. And those are the kind of stories that I like to hear. And he said he called Bendis immediately, and Bendis was like, you got to tell me exactly what happened. Because if you, you know, if you like how writers work or you're interested in how their minds work, I, I find that very interesting. Sure. But apparently The Dark Tower is not like, you know, Sleepwalker, which was the worst movie ever. <laughs> yeah. So I tried reading those books in college, I think, and it didn't go well. I bet you could do it now. Probably. It's it's not like the Sleepwalker Marvel character either, is it? No. No, I meant the movie <laughs> where people turn into cats. Right, I know. And, and you said Sleepwalker, and I thought of the character. In that, in that movie, uh, someone gets killed with a corn cob. It's the worst death I've ever seen in my life. Okay, then. Sorry. <laughs> So um, no announcements yeah, so, out of it though because they yeah, just nothing, yeah, nothing for shocking came out of it. Other than Marvel team ups being canceled again. Oh, not not officially. Well, did he, did he say it's being canceled? Or it just was alluded. Well, to it was it? strongly alluded to that they would find oh, Robert also, Kirkman more work. And also, we we either were thrown off the scent or made to believe that uh, the the new Daredevil is not Hawkeye. So, although he didn't reveal who it would be, but we'll find out next week in the new issue of Daredevil, which probably will end up being the pick of the week this week. <laughs> I don't know prediction. what any of that just meant. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what any of that meant. That's good. <laughs> that's Why did we hire an intern who doesn't even listen to our show? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, I know what pick of the week means. I don't know about Hawkeye and that other stuff. <laughs> oh, Gordon! Uh, As you were, keep going. Got a lot to learn. <laughs> so, um, after a cup of Joe, uh, the last panel I went to for the day was uh, the Terry Moore panel, which Josh and Lindsay attended as well, right, Josh? It's funny. I, I got there and it was kind of sort of full up and we were like well there's some seats over in the front and I go and I sit down and there was like some stuff on the seat next to where I was going and then the dude was talking I sit down and and it's Terry Moore who was sitting he's like oh let me move your stuff I was like no no that's fine you're gonna you'll be moving soon and taking the thing kind of sat down with them without meaning to he's like the (laughs) nicest guy who's sitting there and talking to you know just a fan you know like and he has these conversations with people you know, they're just the real conversation that, you know, he's not just giving you silly answers. Like, he'll sit down and talk to you about why stuff is. And then he realized, he's like, I just realized I started the panel, but just to this one person, so I'll just stand up and start talking. Yeah, he's he's incredibly sincere and incredibly, um, uh, like, modest and, and approachable. He's really you know? genuine. Yeah, yeah. Terry Moore, they, the writer and artist of Strangers in Paradise. Thank you. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, program note. Which we recommend wholeheartedly. Well, two-thirds of us do. <laughs> eh, I got a cold, dead heart. Remember? It's true. Cold, cold. But he really lets you into his head when he does that stuff, and he, you know, he puts a lot of his personality, and 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 he's just so passionate about that work that he does, or at least he seems it. And if he's not being sincere, then he's a hell of an actor. Yeah, and he, um, and, and for those of you who don't know, he's ending *Strangers in Paradise* after you know however many you know ten plus years. Um, it's going to be ending next May, and so the big question is, okay, what's next? And he explained, you know, his thought process behind ending it and his thought process as far as his next project and essentially he doesn't know what he's going to do next and it's really kind of interesting to see somebody wrestle with like when you're working on one thing for, you know, 13 years or whatever, how do you even consider working on something else? So it's kind of, you know, a very again honest approach to that kind of, you know, think thinking about that that sort of thing about his work. So, um god, yeah. the pressure on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, so then the rest of Saturday was just pretty much us running around the con floor and just, you know, talking, 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 meeting, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. 
I don't even remember who we met and who we talked to. I think you can hear the exhaustion of all of us. Yes, you can. (laughs) None of us have recovered yet. Oh, Saturday yielded a lot of um, a lot of little interactions on the convention floor, though, right? Yes. Um, Did it? We got a lot of interviews. We got a lot of interviews with. um, uh, Shall we preview some of the names or keep it, you know, under wraps? Uh, There's something coming up. Is all we're saying. <laughs> we told you some of the names before, and there well, are... if anybody if anybody went to the site and we're looking at the picture or looking at the pictures, although did that happened on Friday. Yeah. What day oh, is it today? Did on Friday? Yeah. You, the thing, I think the thing you're talking about is on Sunday. No. 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 Maybe I'm, I'm talking thinking... about Friday, which we already talked about, Brian. Oh yeah, and Josh Whedon. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did. So, so you already know. We about did bump that, into yeah. Rosario Dawson on Saturday. But yes, we did. We did bump into Rosario Dawson. She did not. Too busy to talk to us. Too she accepted an interview, but then right. there was no yeah. time. Yeah, she had to leave. So whatever, we'll get her next time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we had a lot more interviews. Like you're a buying more... a cult crime task force. <laughs> a lot more. Um... She was on Regis apparently last week. My sister called telling me about that, p- uh, promoting a cult uh, crime task force. And my really? sister's like, it doesn't look very good. Like, <laughs> it doesn't, That's really cool, though, that she can do that, I guess. But it's like, yeah. when, remember when Kevin Smith was on... The Tonight Show. was on The Tonight Show to promote the book that took six years to come out. Yeah, yeah. The evil that men do. And, like, they made but, a big uh, deal out of that, but I don't know what Literally the evil that men do, the evil that Kevin Smith does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but we had but a then, lot of great... Was Saturday when you tried to go to the Kevin Smith panel, or was that Friday? That was Saturday, was Saturday. right, Saturday. Gordon? Yeah, that was Saturday. Because yeah, Gordon, the intern, has never seen Kevin Smith do his thing, so we thought that would be fun for him to see in terms of his, you know, getting used yeah. to the industry and that sort of the con experience. The press pass meant nothing to that. Yeah, we couldn't. It was a, a line as long as the convention was to get into it. It was crazy. So, Jesus. Um, the convention center is just huge. Can I just take a moment to say that? The Kevin Smith thing was in a room I didn't even know existed. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and, and as far as I could tell, I couldn't figure out how to get into it. It was insane. It was, yeah, it was just crazy. But um, so we got a lot of good creative, you know, uh, creator interviews on Saturday. Um, and I guess let's quickly touch upon Sunday. I guess the one we, panel that we well went Saturday through. night we went out. Oh yes, Saturday night went out. And we, we had the iFanboy mixer, and uh, was a, so it was some awkward dancing. And uh. <laughs> I think it was a resounding success. It was great to see a bunch of our listeners come out and meet us. It was good to meet people face to face, and we had some good conversations. Mike and Mark and Josh, yep. Whitney, and Lori. Yes. Okay, and some other people. And her husband, yeah, right. You know who we didn't see? Who? Oh, we have to talk about this. Yes, we did not see Spider-Math. Not once. I know, it's very upsetting. Hey, can I... I... Yeah, go ahead. Finish up. I was going to say, it was very upsetting. It was. And I was looking, I was sitting on the panel the next morning, which we'll talk to, and I was looking for him. Couldn't find him. Yeah. There was a a moment on Sunday, and I actually, I hope you're listening, because I wanted to sort of apologize, I guess, but we were making our way through the floor and we were in one of the main aisles and there was people everywhere. I mean, just like, and it was like sort of in Sunday afternoon and it was kind of crazy. And some, some guy came up and I think I saw him at the panel and he, and he said, Hey, thanks. Uh, I, I listen to your, your show and I really like it. And I said, thanks. And, 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 uh, we, we gave him some stickers, but at the same time I kind of kept moving. So I didn't like stop and talk or anything. And I wasn't blowing you off, but I was just freaking out at that point with claustrophobia yeah. or whatever. And I needed to get off of that area. So, yeah. I know I'm not a rock star at all. <laughs> no, it was it was fun though because we get you know very throughout the cult convention a couple of times people would see our badge and whatever and say hey I love the show and what you know mm-hmm. so we tried to give them stickers and and you know try to talk to everybody. Um, if you saw us and you didn't get a chance to talk to us, you know next time you see us at a convention just come up. You know like we we, we we're not scary. Them. Yeah, not at all. Well, not no, a little bit maybe. But, you're a little um, scary, Connor. 
All right, but but um, and Spider Man, if you were there and you didn't find us, damn! And we'll you have no idea sure. how disappointed yeah. we, were. we were. We were we talked about it all weekend. Yeah. So anyway, so um, so speaking of Sunday in the panel, um, the one panel that well, I attended a panel in the morning on uh, with uh, Ask a Ninja, the guy who does Ask a Ninja that video podcast, which was funny, um, and the French made TV people podcasts. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> then there was the big comics podcast panel. That our esteemed colleague Josh was on. It's true. How'd that go, Josh? An hour and a half of ten or so podcasts. That hour and a half went real fast. I gotta say, it did. did. You know what? I I thought it went really well. Funny, you must not have been holding a piece of equipment up for that time. That's true. I was just sitting there. I was just sitting there being a pretty face. Yeah, that's all. I was. I was talent for that one. So, what were your what were your reflections from being on the panel? What was it like? I thought it went. I, I didn't know how it was going to go in the sense I didn't know if who was going to show up or how how everyone was going to interact or I didn't know anything. I didn't really know what to expect. And um, you know, it was it was really interesting. I think uh, it was Augie uh, from from Pipeline, who was a very nice guy, by the way. Um, Augie rules. Augie is great. Um, he he sort of said at one point he said it's really interesting to you know hear these voices that I listen to on my you know iPod or in my car or whatever, and to see the actual person saying it. Yeah. You know? And I actually found that really interesting. Like you know, you know John Suntress's voice is you know pretty recognizable in my head right now, and and well he talked a lot so you got to know it. But um, <laughs> it went it went well and everyone was friendly. I I met. Uh, I I was sitting next to Charlie from uh, Indie Spinner Rack, and he was a really cool guy, and we had fun together. And uh, I don't know, it was, it was a good time, and I I thought that you kind of got a little sense of the voice that comes out of each of the podcasts, you know, and the fact that like Comic Geek Speak had seven hundred people in the audience of theirs wearing T-shirts. And <laughs> it's a joke. Come on, tell oh. tell everybody <laughs> this a secret from the panel. What do you find on on your table when you go for? A, when you do panel? a panel, you get a chocolate. There you go. Uh, thank they you, hand it out there. It was awesome. <laughs> and after the thing, I was like, ooh, chocolate. So if you weren't there, there was a recording of it, thanks to Ron. Everybody should give Ron a big pat on the back for that. Thank um, you. Yeah, no, we got the uh, panel recorded in audio form, and it's up on ifanboy.com. So we're not going to put it through the normal podcast feed because it's an hour and a half, and it's a pretty big file. But if you're interested in hearing the panel, you can go to ifanboy.com and download it directly from there. And, 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 and- and we'll have some pictures up of it as well. Yep. Um, it, it, it's by the way when when he says thanks to Ron, he's not kidding because I had set up with the 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 um the convention that I I said we can make sure that coming out of the board you have a, a plug that we can put into our computer and they said no problem it'll be fine and we got there and the lady said I don't know what you're talking about yeah so. and walked away so Ron uh, held a microphone up for an hour and a half at the speaker. <laughs> and recorded it that way, so it ain't the prettiest, but I think it's better than the Marvel and DC ones. So it got, it got the job done. So and yeah, it, it did. Anything, good. Any, anything for the it. team. So, um, so yeah. So the panel was a lot of fun. It was great to meet those podcasters, and it was a little neat to get a little podcast love on the last day of the con. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a big turnout, much bigger than I have to say I expected there to be. Yeah, it was a big crowd there, and we got there were questions from the audience and stuff. It was really neat. So yep, it was fun. So then the rest of Sunday was just wandering and trying to stay up on your feet. What do you which, call the end of Sunday, Ron? Uh, the, the Sunday, I like walking the con floor on Sunday for the air of desperation. <laughs> you've, got, you've got fans who are desperate to buy things. You've got dealers who are desperate to sell things. You've got fans who are desperate to find that creator that they want to sketch from or an autograph from. You've got the creators who are desperate to get out of there. 
it's just it's just like everybody has got this air of desperation to them and a sense of urgency, you know, because the t- the the clock is ticking because it's going to end, and um and the air of desperation was thick and you could feel it. It was great. I loved it. It was. Uh, yeah, it's funny because I was actually trying to find some stuff to buy on on Sunday, and, and it was like a I didn't want to stop anywhere long enough. You, you know, just get to, jostled in the aisles. Yeah, yeah, it was no fun. But 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 be like. And then the only other places where it wasn't totally crowded, there was like no discounts or anything. Like yeah. anybody who had anything left was like full price. And I'm like, screw that. Yeah, cool. So we actually, interestingly enough, we didn't end up buying a lot of comics. I didn't buy anything. I bought two books from Oni, and that was it. Yeah. So, so if you were looking for reviews of our stuff, uh, we didn't get anything. Yeah. But I we we literally it's because we were doing so much and working on 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 all the stuff for the site, we just didn't have time. Yeah, that's pretty. And I, I kept a mental list of things that I saw that I liked that I'm going to order this week probably from Amazon or somewhere from the mm-hmm. places directly. But I, I just didn't. I, and part of it was also that that I didn't want to carry anything because I'm lazy. Right. But, you were um, carry your your yeah. bag was you yeah. had lead with you. Yeah, <laughs> practically. My left shoulder is feeling the pain, but it's all good. Again, anything for the team. So, um, so, so yeah. Was... So another con in the books. So Gordon, this was your Virgin Con experience, right? I feel so dirty. As, every, as everybody has been hearing you talk about or read on the site. So give us your, you know, now that you survived the con, what are some of your, your your thoughts or reflections from it? Well, it was huge for one thing. And, I mean, from what I can tell, it's always pretty big, but I think this year the numbers are going to top it, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't think they've ever shut the doors before. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... But it was incredible. I mean, I had a great time. Um, it was fun to see... All the people dressed up and, you know, acting like kids, even though they were old men. (laughs) (laughs) Was there anything you saw that you didn't expect to see there that surprised you? Like a nipple? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like that. Uh, (laughs) I I guess mostly I just really didn't know what to expect. I mean, you know, I understand the genre and, and sort of what would be there, but... Every time you turn down one aisle, you know, like, oh, look, there's people in Renaissance clothes, and oh, look, there's more gaming stuff. You know, it's just like more, more, more of everything. So less, less, less of comics. Yes. Yeah. Remember when it was yeah. about the comics? There was still an awful lot of comics there. Yeah, there were. I know. I'm teasing. I, I'm amazed at how many comics there are. Like when you like, just, there's just, just all the of these books. The <laughs> no, but no, like you go through, and there'd be all these books, and people, you know, have them published in, you know, like nice, yeah. nice color copies, and they've got a booth, and I don't ever heard of them. And I, yeah, I mean, it's I crazy how many people have stuff that just isn't sold anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is their yeah. outlet. God, yeah, God bless them for trying. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I guess. I know. So, um, was there anything that you you completely didn't understand or were mystified by, Gordon, or? That's um, still now you just can't you know make heads or tail of or. Well, we all know I don't know much about comics. So. <laughs> like, what, what is this was... fifty-two thing everyone was talking yeah, that, about? Yeah, that that panel that I went to with you guys about fifty-two. Yeah. But I did get an explanation from you guys after that, so so that was helpful. Probably should have provided um, it beforehand. But... Now you're gonna well, rush out and know. buy the book, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's already done it. It's already been ha- it's already happened. I've already read the first eleven. Don't worry, we don't know what's going on either. <laughs> um, did you know that there have been eleven out? 
Somebody told me 12. Oh, okay, damn. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, wow, you just picked 11 out of the hat. That's amazing. No, I, I <laughs> still, he was paying attention. Yeah, I was I paying think. attention. No, I definitely paid attention to everything. Yeah. And, you know, I was trying to explain to my wife when I got home that, you know, she's like, well, you were on vacation. I'm like, well, you know, oh, it was not a actually vacation. a lot of work to, to do all I mean, walk around and interview people and find pictures and, you know, it's not like that's a comfortable floor, except for yeah. the DC booth. But oh, sweet DC oh. booth. We learned their secret. Yes, we it's, did. You hinted yeah, at one of the pictures. I overheard somebody in the somebody with the official DC uh, headset on that they double pad the DC booth on the carpet level just so people will hang out there. And I noticed that genius. One it other one that had a double pad. Oh yeah, I did notice one that was a little thicker. I forget which booth it was, but I can't but remember either. The DC thing totally works because not we used it as a meeting point as well as other people, including like pros. I mean, like I talked to uh, Brian K. Vaughan and Brian Wood, and both of them were like, "Yeah, I'm here meeting somebody." So uh, you know, like it was, leave me alone. Yeah, well, it was like much. the size of twenty booths put together. Yeah, it was hey, Ron, different. you you dropped some names there. I'm sorry. Well, I'm just saying. What's that? that? <laughs> I'm just saying. So um. All right, cool. So, um, so Josh and Connor, th- this is you know another one in the books. So, what was better? What was worse? What had you know? How does this one compare to previous years? Wait, stop, stop, wait, start that again because you were all, yeah, you were jumpy. Okay. Um, all right, three, two. So, Josh and Connor, another one in the books. We survived another con. Uh, what what was better this year? What was worse this year? You know, what worked for you guys? What didn't? Well, the crowds were were. Better and worse. Better for the whole thing as a whole that more people showed up, but worse in that uh, there was so many more people. It's getting hard to do anything. And we t- we talked about this Saturday night at the bar. It's it, it it can't really continue to grow because they're at maximum capacity in terms of space usage in the building. They use every last room in there now. Mm-hmm. And if the crowd continues to increase as it has over the last five or six years, um, they're in trouble. So if you plan on going next year, you may want to book your room right now. That's a very good idea. I mean, I, I tried to do it in January, and, and I got shut out. Are we already booked for next year? That's um, your job. Didn't you get on that? <laughs> Wait a I'll make I'll make a note on the chart. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I do notice, though, and I, and I think this is very important. Okay, there are, we're, in a, we're basically in a big room with 100,000 people, many of them with replica weapons. And... <laughs> Um, while it's uncomfortable because of so many people, it's an exceptionally polite and non-threatening huge mass of people. Right. Like, if somebody bumps into you, they say, excuse me. You know, uh, it's just like, I've been to concerts, you know, Unless you're dressed as Hawkwoman, then you yell at people to watch your wings. Well, that's fine. Yes. Um, I mean, you know, there's always, there's always this, this strange, but like... I was just thinking recently, like, I went to a concert, and when you go to something like that, like, everybody's sort of being, they're either drinking or they're trying to be cool or whatever, and there's a lot more hostility towards people around you and things like that. It feels more like being stuck in traffic. But for the most part, it's a, it's a, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty nice crowd. You know, if you have to have that many people together, and people always make the joke about the fact that there's, like, lots of fat people and lots of people in costumes and weirdos and stuff like that. But, you know, I, it's probably... Is easy to deal with it as any other crowd in that kind of situation. Well, I think I think the part of it is that it's uh, people of like mind. At least uh, on every day, but Saturday. I mean, Saturday there was a lot of the, I guess the locals who were just like, oh, let's go to the comic con, and and they were all over the freebies and they were taking anything that wasn't nailed down. But right. um, but for most part, the majority of the people were all there for the same reason. So then everybody is kind of you know simpatico and and is nice to each other, which is great to see. So. Can I just say 
that I, I feel like, and I don't know because I don't have kids, but there should be a no stroller rule. Yeah. Just like at Disney, there should be a no stroller rule. Well, I mean, not so much a no stroller rule, but I, I'm a really strong proponent of treating those aisles like roads and having like a, a, a lanes, you know, for one direction versus the other direction, and then maybe like an HOV lane where the strollers, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think you, you could do a lot with lane management. At, at one point, I, there was like security people who came through telling people to keep moving, keep moving. Yeah, they were Sunday. Yeah, Stop locking yeah. the aisles. Another, yeah. another improvement I thought this year was um, in the past, you'd get a lot of grumpy creators. A lot, yeah. of people, a lot of people just didn't seem to want to be there, but everybody I feel like seemed genuinely happy and excited to be at the con talking to people. Yeah, no, I, I noticed that too. Actually, it was it was a very every creator seemed to be very happy, which was kind of interesting. So, well, maybe the, the industry's in an upswing. Yeah, and they're probably getting paid pretty well. So, and, I mean, a lot of Marvel people weren't there. I mean, Marvel yeah. barely had a presence at all. So, yeah, so. Or at least if their presence was there, we weren't clued into it because it was so far out of the way. So yeah, I mean, but even like their panels didn't. That have was tons definitely a downgrade. The yeah, I mean that's that's the thing is that in terms of the panels, like we were talking uh, on uh, Sunday night. Was it Sunday night when we were Connor when we were talking about the panels with Augie or the, Sunday what? night? Yeah, we hung out with yeah. Augie. Yeah, yeah, we hung out with Augie Debleek from the Pipeline podcast and John Suntress from yeah. Word Balloon uh, while we we're waiting for our flights in the airport. And we were talking about like, do you remember when there was? You know, a Batman family panel and an right. X Men books family panel and a Spider Man books family panel, and now it seemed like they smooshed all the titles into like one panel. They did yeah. a Spider Man one. Yeah, they did a Spider Man retrospective. It wasn't about the the family of books though. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Can I so. say something about Marvel? Sure. Just because I watched the, I don't remember what day it was on, but we T-voted the uh, G Four. That Coverage. channel did a yeah. did a thing on the ComCon, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't stop talking about Marvel. Yeah, well, because Civil War is a big... Some people right, would say yeah. that about us. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, actually. <laughs> well, I, the, the, we, we can complain about Marvel at the Comic-Con, but I think we've all sort of agreed recently that the, the Marvel books have been more interesting lately. You know, but after... I mean, maybe it's after sitting through a weekend at DC, but I, I'm more kind of like I'm more buzz about DC for some reason. I think it's probably because the panels are better. But, maybe, but it d- yeah. doesn't make me like the books anymore. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't make me think they still don't need work. I mean, they're trying. I appreciate that, but... Yeah. I mean, Casada's going to be on the Colbert Report this week. Yes, he is. Twenty yep. seventh. Yeah, the twenty seventh. This Thursday. This Thursday Comedy yeah. Central. I, th- I think that'll be really interesting. This will be very interesting. It'll In probably get awkward. He is. So. <laughs> All right. So, um, so Comic Con two thousand six in the books. We survived. Um, and we're excited probably, about next year, which is good. Yes, we're excited for next year. I, I, I believe the dates are July twenty sixth through the twenty ninth. So, book your flight now. Um. So yeah, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Um, I hope I'm still an intern by then. Maybe, maybe if you do. What can you downgrade an intern to? Fired. Uh, Yeah, fired. There's no, there's nothing below an intern. And the next step up is coordinator. (laughs) So um, after that, do a really good job, and then you know. Yeah, if you keep working hard, Gordon, you know, just keep stay focused. Um, We'll keep, we'll keep not paying you. (laughs) So, uh, so any other notes on the Comic Con um, before we wrap up and go through our programming notes? Oh, I just think it was a really, really fun week. I think we all had a really good time at the con, after the con, hanging out, uh, working. This was, we worked, I mean, not to pat our own back, <laughs> but we worked really hard. Um, yeah. I don't think I expected it to be working as hard as we did. And and hopefully, you know, those of you who went to the site at ifanboy.com and read our reports and checked out the pictures um, kind of saw that. But also we've got some exciting, cool stuff that we did at the con that's going to be coming in the next couple of weeks that you'll enjoy. So expect to hear about, continue to hear about the con through the rest of the summer as we roll out some of the stuff that we did. 
Um, yeah. So. A, a lot of good things happened in the convention. Yeah. So, and hopefully you'll reap the benefits from that. Um, so that said, this ends our marathon podcast a day, um, <laughs> sort of, um, programming. And, uh, we'll be going back to our regularly scheduled, uh, pick of the week podcast this weekend. So next Sunday, um, expect the pick of the week. Uh, we didn't do a pick of the week last week and we'll probably touch up on it, um, in this one, uh, this upcoming this week. Really we'll too bad because we, we'll it was a quite a controversial pick of the week. It's a great yeah, week well, of so, comics, by the way. Yeah, it was a great week of comics. So. I'm, I'm not even quite ri- not caught up yet, but it's really good books. But people, people are using the site. Doing yep. it anyway. Go there and talk about the books, man. Exactly. It's good stuff. So, um, yeah, so head over to ifanboy.com. Check out all the con coverage. Um, if you haven't listened to all the other podcasts, you can listen to them. Again, we apologize for the quality level. Um, hopefully you compare this one to that one. You'll hear the difference. Um, and then we'll be back on Sunday with the pick of the week. And um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that we wanted to mention? Yeah, we're sponsored. Oh, yes, we are sponsored. This episode of iFanboy.com podcast is sponsored by Comical.com. It's your best solution for discounted comics and trades. All new DC, Marvel, Dark Horse image books are 40% off. Stop by their site each month and pre-order your books if you want, or you prefer you can subscribe to the books and have them sent automatically to you each month. In addition to current comics, they've got an excellent selection of trade paperbacks and hardcovers at 30 to 50% off, with more books arriving every month. Check them out at Comical.com. Let them know you heard about it from iFanboy.com. You've got about a week left to use the coupon code iFanboy to get a 5% discount on your first order. Uh, it'll expire in July, so you've got about uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 days, depending on when you're listening to this, actually. <laughs> so get a purchase in. Yeah. So that's comical.com. Check them out today. Yes. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm freaking tired, man. I want to go to bed. You can hear it. <laughs> I slept for about six hours in the middle of the day today after I got back from the airport. Nice work. Nice work. I, uh, I got home at about 11.30 last night. Um, Looked through some of the pictures, um, fell asleep, got up this morning, went to work. I worked a hell of a day trying to catch up from the work that I missed from last week, and I'm on a plane at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, too. Whee! All right, right, so good job, guys. 2006, Comic-Con. I'll I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk to you again on Sunday for the Pick of the Week podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We had fun. I hope you dug it. Thanks, Gordon. Thank you, Gordon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank, Thank you very much, Gordon. And thanks to Patrick, the other intern who was not able to be in the, on the, yes. the show. Patrick did a good job as well. So, All right. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. People think we really have interns. <laughs> <laughs> like we're like an organization that does that. Like, like we give out college credit. Whatever you'd like. Somebody said I had a sexy voice. So. Okay, so why don't you do Wednesday? It's that dude, though. Why don't you do Wednesday, then? All right. All right. Three, two. Let me try again. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're, you're listening to the iFanboy I fanboy in Sandy. Or what, what are we? You prepared now? Mm-hmm. I am. All right. Three, two. You're listening to iFanboy.com podcast in... Uh, try it again. Three, two. You listen to iFanboy in San Diego for the Comic Con. It's Friday, July twenty first. Day three. Two. Damn. Alright, do it again. <laughs> three, two. You listen to iFanboy in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Three, two. You're listening to iFanboy in San Diego. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> three. The slowest cue taker in the world.